WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. A portion of Redbud Trail in Ornoco Township has been officially renamed in honor of a Berrien County road worker who was killed while on the job last year. At a meeting this week, the Berrien County Board of Commissioners designated Redbud Trail from Snow Road to Grange Road as Mac Isom Memorial Road. Isom was a 24-year veteran of the Berrien County Road Department who was struck by a vehicle and killed while trying to clear a tree from Redbud Trail on July 20th of 2022. Commissioner Jim Curran read from the resolution. Now therefore be it hereby resolved that the Berrien County Board of Commissioners deems it appropriate to formally recognize and honor Mac Isom, who spent a good portion of his life serving the citizens of Berrien County. Curran noted that Isom was known for being a leader at the Baroda Garage who was willing and able to do whatever was asked of him. Commissioner Terry Freeling remembered him. He was a good old Baroda boy. Very well. And, uh, yeah, he, everything that was in there was absolutely true. The commission's resolution said Isom's life and work reflect favorably on himself and his community. Signs marking the newly renamed road will be put up within a month. Meanwhile, the Berrien County Board of Commissioners has approved an $853,000 project to replace the roof at the South County Courthouse and Jail. At uh, this week's meeting, commissioners without comment passed the resolution authorizing the work to be done by Dudek Roofing and Sheet Metal. The project is one of many building and improvement projects the county has had its eye on. The commissioners were told at the same meeting they need to get moving on approving more than $15 million in projects countywide before the federal government changes its mind and takes back ARPA funds. The long list of projects is being developed into a resolution now so bids can be sought. The bid approved by the commission this week was the lowest bid received. Liquor sales on Sunday morning are not likely to be allowed by Benton Harbor City commissioners anytime soon. At a meeting of the city's legislative committee this week, members considered a plan that would get city rules in line with state rules which do allow those sales. However, Commissioner Juanita Henry said the city should restrict alcohol sales when it can. We have a lot of problems in the city of Benton Harbor, and liquor is one of the biggest ones. And the state gave us the option, and we were strong enough to take it to say no, and we should stay on that path. All money is not good money. Mayor Pro Tem Dwayne Seats also chimed in. We have to do something to keep a handle on the little bit we got. The little bit of control you got, you need to go ahead and do it. Neither Seats nor Henry are on the legislative committee. However, committee member and city commissioner Sharon Henderson agreed with them, saying there are too many establishments that sell liquor in the city and the city doesn't want anymore. The committee was considering the issue to get local rules in line with state rules on alcohol. The commission in 2010 approved a resolution stating its intent to continue this Sunday morning prohibition, and it looks like that won't change. Congressman Bill Heisinger is sounding the alarm about the possible dangers of artificial intelligence. He spoke on Fox Business this week saying policymakers need to be aware of the latest developments and think about what should or shouldn't be allowed. Just because we can do something doesn't mean we should do something. Heisinger said he recently spoke with a technology expert who told him it used to be that any new advancement was viewed as good because it generally made things easier or more efficient. However, in this case, he says some more thought should be put into the latest advances. The simple fact is, is that we've got to think of this very, very differently. And, you know, I was with a technology company not that long ago, and I asked, could I humbly suggest something? And they were like, sure, please, you know, we need this input. I said, could you add an ethicist or a theologian to your staff to start thinking about what this is existentially? Heisinger said he hopes government doesn't just rely on tech people and academics when it comes to rules for AI. He said policy experts need to be involved. Heisinger admitted some of these conversations sound like science fiction, but noted AI is real. 
Senator Gary Peters is seeking a continued EPA commitment to the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative during a hearing of the Senate Appropriations, Interior, Environment, and Related Agencies Subcommittee this week. He spoke with EPA Administrator Michael Regan. Peters noted since the GLRI was authorized in 2009, it's done a lot. Since 2010, the GLRI has provided over $2.9 billion to fund over 6,000 projects throughout the Great Lakes region, including uh, $762 million for 880 projects in my state of of Michigan. The GLRI has been a catalyst without question for unprecedented uh, federal agency coordination through the interagency task force and the regional working group, which is led by the EPA. Regan said the EPA is requesting the same funding for the GLRI in 2024 as it did in 2023 because it wants to keep up the momentum. Peters said with millions of Americans relying on the Great Lakes for their drinking water, it's critical the water quality be maintained and improved. Governor Gretchen Whitmer declared today murdered and missing Indigenous Persons Awareness Day. In a video message, she said more than four out of five Native American people have suffered some form of violence in their lifetime, including more than half of Native Americans who have experienced sexual violence. On Murdered and Missing Indigenous Persons Awareness Day, we recommit ourselves to continuing shining a light on the unconscionable treatment toward American Indian and Alaska Native people. Wimmer said the state is committed to working with tribal governments to identify solutions and address trauma. Last year, she allocated $500,000 to research Native American children who were forced to attend boarding schools in Michigan in the 19th and 20th centuries. The research will also study the number of Native American children who were abused, died, or went missing at the schools and the long-term effects on their families. And Michigan State Police in Niles are seeking help identifying a suspect in an armed robbery at Sunrise Corner Liquor Store in Cass County last week. Police say a man wearing a disguise walked into the Wayne Township store with a cleaver knife. He demanded money and vapes. He's described as a black male between 5'7 and 5'11, weighing between 130 and 150 pounds. He was wearing a black wool beanie hat pulled completely over his eyes. A bright blue beanie also pulled over his face and a brighter red piece of ripped clothing filled with lawn debris, police say. For the complete description of the suspect and police contact information, you can see our website. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. A better-than-expected jobs report was released today. ABC's Karen Travers has the latest from President Biden. President Biden called the April jobs report good news. We obviously have more work to do, but we're trending in the right direction. And uh, I think we're making real progress. The U.S. added 250,000 jobs last month, and the unemployment rate dropped to 3.4 percent. The really good news is working-age Americans are participating in the labor force at the highest rate in 15 years, not just since the pandemic, in 15 years. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. The Supreme Court has blocked Oklahoma from executing death row inmate Richard Glossip after the state's attorney general agreed Glossip's life should be spared. Glossop had been scheduled to be put to death on May 18th, despite statements by new Oklahoma Attorney General Gerntor Drummond that Glossop didn't get a fair trial. An Oklahoma appeals court subsequently upheld Glossop's conviction, and the state's pardon and parole board deadlocked on a vote to grant him clemency. The high court today put the execution on hold while it reviews the case. Despite several additional rate hikes from the Federal Reserve and some regional bank collapses bringing uncertainty to the industry in recent weeks, the latest jobs report released today shows the market continues to hold. 
That's even as President Biden warns of the looming debt ceiling crisis, more if maybe he's Elizabeth Schulze. President laying out exactly what the risks are, not just to the jobs market, but to the overall economy because of the looming threat of the debt ceiling. We have this big meeting here at the White House next week with the president and congressional leaders, the first time they're sitting down to really even talk about the debt limit in months. And the president said he's digging in on his position, that he doesn't want to negotiate over the future budget when it comes to raising the debt limit. The World Health Organization says COVID-19 is no longer a global emergency, but the coronavirus is here to stay. The action today by the U.N. agency doesn't mean much for the average person. The classification is meant to warn countries there's an extraordinary event that could pose a health threat and requires a coordinated response. Health officials say the virus isn't going anywhere, and they advise people to get vaccinated, including getting booster doses if they qualify. The WHO has previously declared global emergencies for outbreaks of swine flu, Zika, Ebola, polio, and Mpox, previously known as monkeypox. Only polio and Mpox remain. The Food and Drug Administration is considering a new birth control pill that could be sold over-the-counter and without age restrictions. Morph maybe sees a Lindsay Watts. While advocates say women should have more access to birth control as some states put new restrictions on abortion, there are concerns about a birth control pill provided without any doctor's visit or prescription. The FDA has been reviewing the application for O-Pill. In an initial analysis, top concerns include whether consumers can screen themselves for serious health risks and whether younger adolescents might not use the drug correctly or watch for warning signs. The FDA now asking independent medical and scientific experts to weigh in. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. King Charles III has surprised a crowd of people assembled outside Buckingham Palace awaiting his coronation. The king, Prince William, and his wife Kate stopped Friday for a walkabout to shake hands and speak with the throng of fans. Many of those in the crowd plan to spend the night hoping for a prime perch for the procession on Saturday with a view of the newly minted monarch waving from the balcony after the ceremony. Charles made the stop after a luncheon that followed a final rehearsal at Westminster Abbey. Camilla, the queen consort, did not take part in the walkabout. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas visited the southern border today. He's surveying a migrant processing facility ahead of an expected surge in border crossings. The Border Patrol is expecting tens of thousands of migrants to attempt to cross when Title 42 expires next week. More maybe sees Jay O'Brien. Today he's meeting with Border Patrol agents as well as local nonprofit organizations. The message is to try to show that the administration believes it is prepared or at least is getting prepared for that expected surge in migrants when Title 42 ends next week. DHS has estimated anywhere from 10 to 13,000 more migrants might be encountered by Border patrol agents after the ending of title 42 in a settlement agreement last year TurboTax's owner intuit incorporated was ordered to pay 141 million dollars to low-income customers who were deceived into paying TurboTax to file their federal returns that's despite being eligible for free federally supported tax services checks to the 4.4 million americans eligible for the restitution payments will be mailed out starting next week New York Attorney General Letitia James said uh, to today the amount paid to each eligible customer ranges from $29 to $85, depending on how many tax years they qualify for. And one of Russia's major military contractors is now threatening to pull its soldiers from the battleground inside the eastern Ukrainian city of Bakhmut due to low ammunition and no support from Russian military leaders. 
However, Ukraine claims there's another reason entirely. More from ABC's Patrick Revel. Russia's Wagner mercenary group has been at the forefront of its efforts to seize the key Ukrainian city of Bakhmut. But in a dramatic announcement Friday, Wagner's founder, Yevgeny Prigozhin, abruptly claimed his forces will now withdraw from Bakhmut next week. Prigozhin angrily blamed Russia's defense ministry, accusing it of starving Wagner of ammunition as part of a long-running feud between him and Russia's military leadership. Ukraine, though, has said it doesn't believe Wagner will actually withdraw, saying instead Prigozhin is simply trying to shift blame for failing to capture Bakhmut. Patrick Reval, ABC News, London. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.